Hello and welcome to the Upgrade School Marketing Podcast, the podcast for busy school marketers. I am Matt Soule. I'm the Director of Marketing and Communications at Chapel Hill Chauncey Hall School in Waltham, Mass. And I'm Angie Ward. I'm the founder of Enroll Media Group, a digital marketing agency for schools. Angie, it's good to see you. You too, Matt. How's everything going? It's good. I feel like I'm seeing everybody on uh, on social media, all the everyone working in schools and consultants and everybody's at conferences and kicking off the new year. So it's busy, busy for everybody. It's good to see everybody moving around. Yes, it is very busy. But for school mm-hmm. marketers, it's also important to take time for professional development. So we hope True. that this podcast is serving as kind of a convenient and helpful form of professional development where, where people can just kind of tune in, listen in when they have time and hopefully get some great tips. Um, that was a really good tie in right there. Look at that. You're pro. Yeah. Oh, right. Bringing it right back. See it. <laughs> <laughs> I go on a tangent and you bring it back in. Um, <laughs> but you know, in professional development, I think, you know, we keep saying episode after episode that, you know, oh, this topic is one of the most talked about topics. And uh, but this one, this one is actually this one really, really, really one of the most talked about, um, <laughs> especially over the, the past, you know, two years and and a lot of questions about how do schools use this super popular social network, TikTok, and use it appropriately, use it well, use it to um, use it to inspire your current families and students and give them a look inside your school, but also use it to um, to attract people and to bring people in who are not currently part of your community. So, um, so this is a great talk today. Yes, exactly. And I love this talk with Rebecca, uh, from Macaulay school, because, you know, we all know that TikTok is a popular social media platform. We don't need to be sold on that, but exactly how are schools actually using TikTok? Like what's realistic for them? So before we jump in this conversation with Rebecca, we'll just tell you a little bit about her. She's been working in marketing and advertising for almost 10 years. Prior to working at Macaulay, she worked in legal marketing and advertising as a freelance designer and marketing consultant. She has a BS in advertising from the University of Tennessee and a master's in communications and public relations from the Newhouse School at Syracuse. She's married, has two cats, a dog, and a guinea pig. Perfect. All right. And let's jump into our talk uh, all about TikTok with Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's great to see you. We're really excited about this conversation. But before we kind of dive into TikTok, why don't you tell us a little bit about Macaulay and your role there? Sure, sure. So I am the director of digital marketing and advertising at the Macaulay School, and we are an all boys boarding and day school uh, located in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We serve grades six through 12, um, but our boarding program is nine through 12. We don't have a junior boarding program. And we are sitting currently around 979 for total enrollment. And then we, our boarding program is around two, not two. (laughs) 322. Um, so it's been growing and we have a very vibrant campus and it's in a very urban area. So it's, it's quite unique, but yeah, so it's a little bit about Macaulay. That's great. I have never been to Chattanooga, but it is one of the cities I've, I'm going to try to get to in the next couple of years. We work with a couple of schools in the area. Um, yeah. So tell me a little bit about how TikTok got started at Macaulay. Um, I had the pleasure of seeing you present at a recent ASAP conference, and um, I think it's just a really cool thing that Macaulay is so active on TikTok, and I think our listeners would love to know how that came to be. 
Sure, sure. So, I mean, in a way, I guess you could call Macaulay the early adopters of TikTok. So I started at Macaulay in 2019, uh, the fall of 2019, right before COVID hit. And when I first got here, TikTok had just kind of started becoming a pretty prevalent thing. And I had always been a big fan of Vine. And when I saw what what TikTok was becoming, and started hearing kind of the murmurings of students being on TikTok and then reading, then being bombarded with the onslaught of marketing articles about, oh, TikTok's a new big thing. Look what's emerging. I went to our head of school and just said, Lee, I really think that Macaulay should have a presence on TikTok. And I think this is where we're going to be able to find our prospective families and students, especially with Facebook kind of phasing out, Twitter's kind of phasing out in in terms of age groups and Instagram's a little steady, but this is the new and upcoming thing that I think a lot of our target audience is going to be flocking to. And I go, and I think it's also a great way for us to show a different side of the brand. That's not as polished as the other stuff we've been able to put out. And he was all for it. He was like, absolutely go for it. And so in 2019, fall 2019, the TikTok Macaulay TikTok was born <laughs> and it was, it was great because while if you go back and look at our TikTok in the beginning, you're going to notice it's a lot, of, a lot of it centered around football because that's just where I was present. And that's where the students were present because it's fall in the South. And that's just part of the culture down here is football is a huge deal. So getting to kind of see that side of things and then, um, it just kind of led up to that. We went to the state championship for football that year. So it kind of documented all that. So we already had that presence going and then COVID hit and utilizing TikTok in that way during quarantine and with COVID and everything, I think helped us kind of stay afloat and stay front of mind for a lot of prospective families as well. So that's kind of, it's kind of how I got started. And it's just kind of consistently uh, been going that way ever since. Yeah, And I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure actually 98% sure we were, we were one of the, if not the first independent school on TikTok. Wow. That's awesome. So it's been, we can claim, we can claim that we'll claim it right here. (laughs) All right. First school. First school Um, ever. (laughs) And then with your, so, so kicking it off, what's been your, your involvement with it since it kicked off? So how much, you know, are you, what's it look like in working with it? How much of your day are you spending? Who are you working with and putting these together? I always say TikTok's like a rabbit hole because once you get on there and you continually scroll through the newsfeed, uh, that's what I do to relax now in my spare time when sure. I'm at home. So uh, I constantly, I'm constantly saving stuff and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is what I did, this would be such a good idea. Uh, one thing that we're doing- You're doing here, research. It's important yeah, research. Yeah. You're not, I'm not just- uh... <laughs> Yeah, I'm constantly doing research because that's the one thing about TikTok is you have to stay with what's on trend. And yeah, yeah. one of the questions I've always gotten asked is, well, what about Instagram reels? Because Instagram reels was made as a by, as a response to TikTok sure. by men. Um, and, you know, Instagram reels is great, but unfortunately, once you see a trend on Instagram reels, it's already dead on TikTok because <laughs> yeah. it's already been there. It's yeah. been done. It's done. Yeah. And somebody has already then taken it and it's more than likely been shared on Instagram. And then it's already moved past on TikTok onto another trend. So always being on there and kind of looking, even if it's just for pleasure and not business, and you're just scrolling, 
you always know what's going on. There's not like an yeah. exact science behind what is going to trend on TikTok. You really never know. It's one of the most frustrating algorithms in terms of social media, trying to figure out what it is. So you do have to be actively on the platform and seeing what's going on. But in yeah. terms of posting content, I have fallen a little short this year and last year because my roles and duties have changed. So this year we're going to do something a little bit different and start trying to recruit uh, students to help us curate and create content. And in the past, I've had a couple of students who will help every now and then they'll do kind of do one-off projects. So if I see something I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I want to, I want to do that. Can you go out and make that for me? They'll go out and make it and send it back to me. But I really, this year, I want to kind of develop more of a team, a media team that help that does our TikTok content for us. And yeah. uh, what that would look like is they would send it to me and then I would post it and choose the music and choose everything else just to ensure that, you know, we're not using music that has bad language in it and we're not using a hashtag that has inappropriate connotations with it. And then the captions are obviously appropriate to go with our brand. Yeah. And we're, we're looking at Chapel Hill. We're looking at the same thing right now with our, we have like our student ambassadors who, you know, we have a lot of students who give tours and a lot of people who volunteer for that, but there's not always um, roles for everybody to do and more sign up than sometimes there are roles for. So that's, we're actually making a social media team within that this year, specifically exactly what you're talking about. That's, that's kind of how we're framing it is, you know, they'll be able to be out there. They're in it. They're, it's their world. They're, they're using all the time. We, like, I can use it and, and do it to, to kind of research, but they're living in it and doing it every day. So that's the idea. So bring those ideas up and actually be able to go out and film and, and come back to us and see those things. So. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I think the Instagram reels is a good, I, I would recommend as far as just if anybody is really hesitant and this is just from hearing a lot of different like marketing directors and people working in this, you know, people are hesitant to jump into something new, whether it's, it's, if it, it is kind of a student young based world. So there's the fear of being, being a irre not irrelevant, but just, you know, trying to get onto trends and not hit, not doing it and just, and ended up making it looking worse, you know, falling yeah. on your face a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I think that there, there's some fear with that Instagram reels, I would say are a good kind of gateway. If you do want to just get a sense of like the types of things you can put together and get an idea, we we put a few of those together and it does just kind of help it seem a little more manageable to be like, okay, it's not, you're, you're, you're just kind of finding the right song. You're finding the right, the right thing to piece it together with. And, and it's, it can make it a little less scary, I think, as, as I would, making that yeah. jump. I would agree with that, which it's funny that you say that, you know, trying to find the time because IGTV was so huge a couple of years yeah. ago and schools are spending all this time putting together this great video content that was probably more polished and more produced than anything you would ever put on Instagram Reels. And at that point in time with IGTV, you were worried, oh, I can't even film this on my phone. But that's the beauty of things like Instagram reels and Instagram stories and TikTok is that it's expected to be filmed on your phone. The yeah. more produced it is, the more um, it, unauthentic it comes off. Yeah. And that's, a, that's the best thing about TikTok is it, I always say it, it's the best place to go show your most authentic personality of your brand because it's gritty, it's broken down, it's unpolished and it shows a behind the curtain style 
look at your brand or school that you might not normally put out there on other platforms, such as Instagram or Facebook, or even if you're doing paid advertising. Mm-hmm. Which even just in that like explanation, but you can see why schools would be scared to show a gritty, you know, a gritty unpolished side when a lot of times you work so hard to like make sure that the view book every trash can has been removed from your, <laughs> right. from the Photoshop that was, you know, it's, but it is more real. And I guess this leads to, you know, have you seen in, in being early into this, have you seen some, some wins from, from being on TikTok and putting these things out and showing the, the real student side out there? Yeah, I actually have. So, um, Angie knows this because she heard me talk about it at ASAP. So I got asked the same question was, you know, how can you, how can you get a tangible Um, feeling about how this is performing and I had posted a bunch of football videos and I had done one I think a promo about us going to state last hold on my years flow together not last year year before last and a kid that came here um, from Texas he apparently was on TikTok browsing and this video showed up on his for you page and he as the story I've heard goes, <laughs> he went running down to his parents and he was like, I have, I have to go see this school. Like, I don't even, I have to go here. And, um, I was in the Dominican on vacation and our, uh, Dean of admission at the time texted me and he was like, he's coming to Macaulay. Like he, he is enrolled <laughs> because he saw us on TikTok and then that led to him going to Instagram and following us there and then going through all of our videos on YouTube. So it kind of acted as a gateway for um, this particular boy who had never heard of us. And it just took one piece of bite-sized content that he like pulled him in and he was like, oh my gosh, I have to know more. And that's the thing with this upcoming generation is that's what they look for. They look for bite-sized content. They're not going to sit and watch a five, 10 minute video. They want something that's gonna pull them in within 30 seconds. And then that's what's gonna sell them. And from there, that's when they're gonna start looking. Um, I don't think you're gonna buy them with or sell them with a highly produced view book now. That's not what's gonna necessarily move the needle because it's highly produced. And they're like, well, is this, is, is this as realistic as it looks? Or how staged is this? Is this really what I'm gonna be getting when I come, come here? Because mm-hmm authenticity is really the name of the game now. And that's what a lot of people look for is how authentic is this? How, what, it, what is the authentic experience going to look like? And then the other wins for a lot of this is there's a stat um, saying that I, I can't remember exactly, but Gen Z is much more likely to research and purchase things based off what they see on TikTok now than they are on any other platform. Um, and so they'll engage with you. They're more likely to engage with your brand on platforms like TikTok and ask questions. And I've had several times on the most obscure videos of kids going, oh my gosh, I want to come to your school. How do I do that? And I engage back with them and I say, oh, the first thing you need to do is go submit an inquiry form and go talk to an admission officer, come visit campus, all that kind of stuff. So I think in a lot of ways, TikTok is acting as this opening to for these prospective students to see something they haven't seen before, which then leads them into that further next step. If you want to look at it through the funnel, it's pulling them into awareness when they wouldn't have been there before. And then that's leading them to go tell their parents. 
and then parents are starting the consideration process and interest process and starting to research. And that's where the rest of your other stuff comes into play. So in a way it kind of helps round out this full marketing approach that all marketers are trying to achieve every year. Exactly. And it also speaks to your target audience, which is in growing numbers, the student themselves, not just the parents, the students are a part of the high school that they're going to. They're part of that process. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that you're able to produce content that is literally lead generating, um, but also there's it's brand awareness. It's, mm-hmm. it's accomplishing a number of goals. Can you tell me a little bit about any TikTok fails or mistakes or anything, any content that didn't go well um, that you want to share so that our listeners can maybe learn from your experience? Sure. Um, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not going to ever refer to anything I've ever posted out on TikTok as a fail because the one thing that with the algorithm with TikTok is you never necessarily know what's going to hit. You really don't. Um, So I would say for anyone starting out, don't be discouraged because your numbers aren't what you think they should be. For example, I just did a media day with our football players uh, two weeks ago, and I did some behind the, behind the scenes content thinking to myself, God, this is going to be so great. Like this is going to hit. It's going to be fantastic. This is what people want to see. And it got 1000 views. <laughs> and I was like, well, crap. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, the video before that was just a random play. I happened to be, uh, just picked up my phone and recorded at lacrosse at our semifinals game, this great, um, comeback pass that he did. And that got 31,000 views. So you just, you just really never know. Um, I know that it's so kind of a fail. I wouldn't say it's a fail, but it's something that I know that schools are concerned with is that I've been asked for, how do you deal with the comment section? Mm-hmm. Because things can go awry so quickly. And it is true. Uh, there's been instances where, especially if I spoke post sports related content that um, you'll get people from rival schools or just schools and other schools in general who come on in content and they say kind of nasty things and, or, you know, this school's greater than this school, blah, 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 blah. And I've been asked, you know, how do you monitor that? How do you deal with that if you don't have time? And, and I, it's a, it's a general concern, but it's the same thing we have to do with everything every platform is social listening and being, being engaged and seeing what's being posted. And if you're, if it's, if it is a concern, you know, TikTok has the ability to turn off comments on your videos and, but don't be afraid to delete comments. I delete comments all the time. If I just think they're out there and um, unwarranted, I delete them. But also the good thing about TikTok is like with every other social media platform, they have a tone, a tone of voice that you can use for your audiences. Twitter is more factual and like right now and here, boom, boom, boom. And you can kind of be, I think uh, one of the girls at tabs from Emma Willard said, you can, I feel like I can be weird on TikTok for the school brand. Like it's more of a weird voice. And then Facebook, you know, is more for directed towards parents. And then Instagram, you kind of have that fine line. You, you toggle between alumni, parents and current and students, prospective families. But then TikTok is really this place for it's, it's geared towards kids. So if I get like a negative comment and I think it's like, um, one, you know, that if it's a school, it's like, Oh, we're better than you. I, you know, the emoji of like the smiley face, it's just like (laughs) (laughs) the grimace. Yeah. Yeah. I I post that a lot. And I took a a note from 
our videographer's book on YouTube, when he he responds that way to comments just like that, like, oh, our school's so much better than your school. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, so yeah. it's, a, it's, it, you don't have to necessarily like directly respond, but showing that also, yeah. shows, you know, it's okay. Well, that's part of the, that's part of the cost. I think like that's part of the cost of doing, doing that is yeah, you're going to reach a lot more people, but with more people and more engagement, there's more engagement in all ways. So Absolutely. I think I think that's probably a better problem to have than to post a video on Facebook and have 43 people see it and you get like one comment that says like, you know, not, you know, that and I would just just as a, you know, I think you've you've been talking about audiences and trends and things too. I mean, that that news has been kind of on the wall for a while, I think, but the writing's been on the wall for that of just where people are going, but that's, I think everything has its own, even LinkedIn has its own place. I know Angie, you uh, have a lot of great uses for LinkedIn for schools, but for reaching students and prospective students, you know, that Instagram and Facebook combined don't even come anywhere near what you're getting on TikTok. So it's, it's gotta be a part of, it's gotta be a part of at least your, your conversation and in planning. It's, it's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had mentioned Matt earlier, you know, schools uh, kind of diving into Instagram reels at first, if that's yeah, yeah. Kind of where they want to try it out. If if that's where they want to try it out and they're kind of, oh, I don't know if I'm going to start a TikTok or not. Take those Instagram reels and post them to TikTok and just see how they do. Yeah, and at yeah. least that you're kind of like putting your toe in the water and just getting some content up there to s- let people know that, hey, we do have a TikTok. We are out here. And another great thing to do is cross-posting from TikTok, but saving your video from the actual TikTok platform because it puts that TikTok with your at what at whatever your username is in the sidelines and then posting that to Instagram reels. Mm-hmm. Because then that's going to let people know, oh, they're also on they TikTok. Have one. Let me go there and look. Yep. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's sense. that's how I started kind of seeing a lot of the trends is, yeah, the the cross-posting of, <laughs> of all of those for sure. Um if you were to give advice to a school and like, are you're starting a TikTok and you're going to start making content, here are some things to, to try when you start off and the way you do it. Any, anything you would recommend? Yeah, absolutely. Um, behind the scenes content does the best. It really does. Um, breaking down your brand and pulling back the curtain and showing people what your school actually looks like behind this unpolished view book yep. does extremely well. Uh, putting, do putting people in POV experiences that they might not necessarily ever experience. One of the examples I use in my presentation is uh, at the University of Tennessee, they hooked a GoPro onto one of the players' heads while they ran through the tee when the entire Neyland, entirety of Neyland Stadium was lit up orange. And so you kind of got to experience running through the tee, which you'll never get to do unless you're a football player or a cheerleader. And that kind of gave that behind-the-scenes look. Uh, the other things that you can do is – Using some of these, using it as a way to answer or give trivia about your school that you, that just doesn't fit in everywhere. The University of Georgia did a great one where um, it's to that song. I don't jiggle, jiggle. I don't, the, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it features their RAs and it's like, oh, did you know these things? Like we, our first mascot was a goat. I didn't know that. And I'm from Georgia. <laughs> And so just use it like utilizing it in a way that you're going to have stuff that you know about your school and about your institution that might not necessarily fit in some of these other platforms, but 
it would fit in TikTok because it just kind of works. So finding fun, quirky, unique ways to give facts about your school or facts about, oh, this is how to do the admission interview process. Here's some tips and tricks for this, tips and tricks for filling out the financial aid application, like making it really fun and more, um, what's what I'm looking for, down to earth. Mm -hmm. so oh, yeah. It kind of yeah. takes something that could technically be stressful and it makes it more like, okay, I can take a breath. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, dorm tours good is a great one. If you're a boarding oh, school, yeah. uh, dining room hacks, food hacks are always a really good one. Um, let me think, uh, AMAs ask me anything. So sure. utilizing your faculty, utilizing your staff, utilizing your head of school, your admissions people and having these like ask me anything of, oh, what are some most common questions you get asked during this? Um, and then using pop culture. If you see something trending in pop culture, go for it. Uh, the example I used was running up that hill by Kate Bush from Stranger Things. Everyone mm -hmm. did it and everyone ran with it. And if you can find a way <laughs> to incorporate that and make it relevant to your school, that's going to relate to this audience because they're like, oh, they know what that is. I like yeah, that show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if they like that show, this could be a place that I fit in. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. All all of those ideas are are really great, not just because they are great for marketing to somebody new, but I feel like every single one of those, it, just the idea you had about, you know, like having a, a camera on a football player to show running through the tunnel that nobody else would see. That's something that even current students and current teachers and parents, like that is something that is is beneficial to everybody to, to be able to see and would be interested in so I feel like anytime like I'm always looking for those areas that cross to be like it's not just a fully marketing thing that is mm -hmm. just for this group right. anytime you can find which it sounds like just about going through your your TikTok channel like everything on there would be interesting to a current student a current parent mm -hmm. a prospective student somebody who has no idea who you are at all like it's yeah. it's just yeah, interesting it's engaging things it's yeah. a community building tool as well. And I think about a retention strategy a little bit. So Rebecca, um, I know you've mentioned before um, in a different conversation that using your school's mascot, if possible, makes really good yes. TikTok content. Yes. And I saw a TikTok video that you'd shared with me and it was like, I forget what school you probably remember, but the, the mascot was sad because campus was empty. And, and I thought, <laughs> what a great retention strategy, right? For the kids who, are, you know, haven't quite committed for the fall or are thinking about transferring. Um, Absolutely. It was yeah. uh, Bethel, Bethel University and uh, Roy, their lion. And the other cool thing about that is they put him through different places in campus that you might not necessarily see and put it all together. So you're seeing different sides of the campus while seeing this mascot who also misses the students. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's like all these different things that work together in one. And you know, you would, might not necessarily think about that, but that's that's what I love. We even <laughs> we even saw too, Angie. You had uh, mentioned in a in a previous episode, uh, Emma Willard School, uh, doing a great job on TikTok. And I went through that. They did fundraising on there. Like they talked mm -hmm. about, they announced some of their the success they had in front, and they did it in a way that the students were announcing it in a super fun way. And like it just, uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of opportunities to do those things. That exactly for development purposes as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like that's the one thing about. TikToks, don't pigeonhole yourself. Don't think you have to do this one type of that. We can only feature this one type of thing about the school. It's really about the entirety of the school. So admissions, development, school life, alumni, current students, prospective students, all of it kind of fits into one thing. And then what's really interesting is um, for some schools who 
are kind of on the fence. Oh, I don't know if I want to do this and I don't want to pull the trigger. Um, at ASAP's uh, Porter Goud, do you remember theirs, their thing, yes. Angie? Uh, they yeah, had, break. yes, they had all this video content and I go, guys, this is perfect for TikTok. Like this would fit in so well. So go, I mean, going, just going back and looking through your content and you would be so amazed at what you already have that would fit so perfectly on that platform because it is all about being torn down and back to the basics and this really authentic look. I mean, that's all I can keep stressing is just be authentic, show a different side of your brand and your school that you might not necessarily have been open to showing before because this is where it's accepted. Yeah, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much, Rebecca. This has been such a great conversation. I'm sure our listeners are going to find it really helpful because we get asked a lot from schools. Should we be on TikTok? What are other schools doing? Um, So I'm sure this is going to be really helpful. Um, So thanks again for coming on. And if any of our listeners want to get a hold of you or check out Macaulay's TikTok, um, how can they do that? Sure. So if anyone would like to get a hold of me, you can always just shoot me an email at my work email, um, R and Rebecca Kid K I D D at Macaulay.org. And then please go follow us on TikTok. Uh, we're easy to find. We are at We Are Macaulay, and or you can just type in Macaulay School. Give us a follow. Give us some likes. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is yeah, this was uh you definitely made it less scary for me. So I'm sure it'll be less scary for everybody else. So thank you so much for taking the yes. time. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Wow. So many good tips from that conversation with TikTok. I'm feeling inspired right now. I'm going to get on TikTok as soon as we're done this recording. Definitely. We actually did. We, after, um, after talking about this, we, we did launch ours. We have, we have a few that we've posted so you can chch underscore school. If you want to see a, a school starting off and how we're, how we're going, but, um, so many things that Rebecca mentioned just in the list of the things that you're um, that you can post for your community and we're going right down it's and tons of stuff from that so definitely worth a re-listen there to go through and make sure to get the you know all the little nuggets in the list there that um, that she recommended so thank you again Rebecca for coming on and hopefully we can have you back Definitely. Great conversation. And before we wrap up today, we need to give our A plus shout out to a school marketer um, or marketing team. Who do you have this week, Matt? Yes, we have, we have a, a website shout out for our A plus. It is uh, the Robert C. Parker School. So the team that helped put together the Robert C. Parker School, uh, their new website, they relaunched their website. Um, they worked with Design TLC on that. And uh, so it's parkerschool.org if you want to check out their newly launched website. Uh, I think they did a really great job laying it out. All the calls to action are, are right there up front. All their their uh, marketing language is nice and clear. They have a really clear color palette. Um, and it really guides you down as you go down the page into all the, the information with them in a great order. So um, just have been checking out their site. Love seeing when new sites are launched and they did a really amazing job. So great work to that, to that crew that put that together. Nice work. Yeah, definitely. I love that site. I'm really happy for them. Well, great. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. All right. Yep. So check us out on LinkedIn and subscribe at UpgradeSchoolMarketing.com. And we'll see you next time.